News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air on News Talk. Now, as England's most capped player, goalkeeper Peter Shilton had the world at his feet. Off the pitch, he was in the grip of a gambling addiction his entire adult life until his wife became his recovery. She joins me on the line now, Steph Shilton. Good morning to you. Good morning. Thank you so much for inviting me on this morning. Not at all, Steph. It's it's great that you have gone public with this story because I think it's going to help a lot of people. When did you realise that, you know, Peter wasn't just fond of the odd bet, that this was an addiction? I knew that there was um, a problem quite early on in the relationship. Um, he was um, quite secretive with his telephone. That was the first sort of um, thing that I noticed. He'd, he'd keep going out the room to use his phone um, and, and it seemed to be glued to him an awful lot. Um, and so one day I just sort of asked to borrow it and I could see there was a, a common number being used. I wrote that down and then rang it and, and it was um, a betting company you probably thought there was another woman for a, a time there. And how did you get him to realise then that this was a problem? Because I think a lot of people, if they even can persuade someone that they have an addiction, that's a big deal. Yes, most definitely. I mean, he was in complete denial, and um, as most gambling addicts are. And ironically, he did say to me he didn't realise he was an addict until after he quit. Um, so I think, you know, addicts do know that they have a problem, um, but they're forever thinking, well, you know, I'll, I'll win it back. I'll get out of this situation. I'll get out of solve the problem by having a win. And obviously they're, they're chasing the win, which which never really falls in. Obviously, you know, Peter would be a man of means. Um, people who are not well off, this can be, you know, extremely, extremely destructive. How, but how bad did you see Peter get? Oh, it ended up affecting his well-being because when the iPhone started coming in, obviously then, because he did have a laptop and that's where I woke up one evening, he wasn't in bed with me and I sort of crept down the stairs and I was just gobsmacked because he was like gambling on a horse race in Australia. So, and he was doing it all on a laptop. So he had a betting account so he could gamble anywhere, anytime, all around the world. World. And um, when he got the iPhone, it, it seemed to get even worse because it was there constantly in his pocket as opposed to having his laptop, you know. So I think that's that's when it really escalated. It's, it's so difficult nowadays because it's like having a casino or a gambling tool in, in your pocket. And Steph, you know, you worked in healthcare, so you had an idea of the patterns of addiction and how to deal with it. Something I noticed that was really interesting was that you didn't give him an ultimatum. You did say, I can't marry you while you're a gambler, but you didn't say, you know, it's me or the gambling. No, because I mean, on on the whole, Peter is just such a lovely gentleman, and I generally fell madly in love with each with each other. We both did, um, you know, and and we had a. I believed that we had a great future together, but as you said earlier, it was as if he was having an affair. There was a third party in our relationship. I, I guess I thought I'm going to win him if it's the last thing I do. I'm going to beat the bookie. 
Um, but no, on a serious note, yes, it was affecting his well-being because he'd be up through the night and I could see the anguish it was causing him. I could see the ups and the downs and it was a pure mental illness. That's what I liken. I liken it to heroin um, and drug addiction. And so I was very gentle with him. I obviously tried to talk to him about it and he was in complete denial. But then I opened a bank statement um, and then I had the shock and the realisation of how chronic his his condition was. And then that enabled me to be able to say to him, you have an illness, you know, the, the, you have a serious problem and I can help you with that. But I knew an ultimatum. He would just go and do it behind my back and it would put him under pressure and put our relationship under further pressure as well. So I knew that that wasn't the answer. And finally, Stefan, briefly, if if you could, because we're up against the clock, but I'm very conscious that there's people listening this morning who have someone like this in their lives and they are badly affected by it as well because it obviously affects relatives of victims. What's the best way to support people like this? Um, see it as an illness, um, reach out for help. And as a loved one, you'll have a gut feeling. You will have a gut feeling. Go with your gut feeling. I did with mine. Um, I, I work for the 6 to 10 project, which is, um, called ARA, the ARA charity. You know, get in touch with me. We've got, um, our own website. Um, and I can point, you know, if you think you've got a gambling problem, you know, contact, there's the national helpline as well. So there's a whole host most of us out here um, willing to help and and the loved ones need as much support because they are the antidote. They can be the key to the success of recovery. Um, so let's get talking about it. Stop the stigma, you know, educate people about it and look at it as a mental health illness as it is. Absolutely. Steph Shilton, thank you so much for joining us this morning with some really great advice there. Um, and I, I hope that people listening will have been able to glean something from that today in what is obviously a very tough time if they're struggling with someone who is a gambling addict. Steph Shilton, wife of legendary England goalkeeper Peter Shilton, thank you very much for joining us. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.